Hi everyone. Uh welcome to Eli, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Ms. Sonia David, who is the founder at uh, Mindful Mesmerism, uh, helping individuals uh, revive and rejuvenate uh, from their emotional and situational distress. Uh hi Sonia, welcome to Eli. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh Sonia, I'd request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Okay so uh, hi i'm sonia david uh, i am uh, 26 years old i'm not that old and all a lot of people think i'm too young or i'm either too old so i am um, currently doing my phd in psychology i've been learning psychology and studying it um, conventionally for the past 7 years i have also uh, been work practicing psychology for the past 3 and a half 4 years and um, yeah and this is something that i've always wanted to do i've always wanted to kind of um get involved in mental health and promoting mental health and yeah that's i think that's pretty much about me yeah uh sonia tell us more about mindful mesmerism uh, what problem it uh, solves in our society and what kind of uh, uh, impact and reach you have uh, made so far okay so uh, mindful mesmerism is a mental health initiative in bangalore uh we have been working towards promoting positive mental health through uh various techniques of expressive art therapies through individual and group counseling as well as through uh, psychoeducational workshops that's something that we do every week uh so yeah we're just a mental health initiative our goal and our focus is to kind of just promote positive mental health in uh, not just in the country but also in the world with the fact that uh, mental health has been such a taboo in our society today some of the uh, you know uh, uh, myths that were busting is uh, through mental health and through positive mental health so i think that's one of the main um, you know problems that we're solving today also one of the ma- major problems with other mental health organizations is that they are very unidirectional something that we do is we are a group of uh, counselors uh, clinical psychologists behavior therapists as well as uh, bibliotherapists and we kind of uh, give our clients a holistic experience of therapy so yeah uh sonia coming to my next question i would like to understand how it all started how how did you think of becoming an entrepreneur and uh, what 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 was the step by step process you took uh, to assemble a team and uh, uh, make a venture out of it okay so uh so it's it's very uh, it's it's not like some really cool thing that we started out of a basement or something uh, but uh, uh, since i was doing my masters i completed my masters 3 and a half years ago and uh, i've always wanted to kind of uh, reach out to more people and somewhere down the line i thought that uh, a lot of uh, educational institutions that i was working it working with uh, was restricting me in so many ways to kind of just reach out to more people so this was something that kind of caught my eye it, it kind of you know uh, kept pricking my head also uh, my best friend from uh, college also you know wanted to um just you know, start this off with me so we had this idea 3 and a half years ago during our masters and um it was we always thought that you know let's just get financially stable first and then let's start off with you know 
our own thing so in this march we uh, i lost my job this march and i was pretty disheartened about it and i kind of to i would call my friend up and i told her that you know it's high time let's do something because it's covid and people are in lockdown and there's a lot of mental health uh, you know concerns uh, you know that are coming out and also during during the year we've lost so many people to mental health and that's something that really just caught my eye and really wanted me to reach out to more people and and you know help them understand and be sensitive about these concerns and tell them that it's real so i think that uh, passion kind of drove us into starting mindful mechanisms uh, we just got registered as a private limited company so we are not an ngo a lot of people think we're an ngo but at the end of the day we have to pay our bills too <laughs> but um i do believe that um, our motive and our vision is uh, you know way higher than the kind of money we make or you know how or less of money minded we are uh, coming to our team it's just it's just three of us right now we do have a psychiatrist who comes in and goes so he's not full time um also there's just, as i told you earlier we are uh, you know there's a counselor there's a clinical psychologist and there's a bibliotherapist so all three of us are you know working without getting paid because this is what we believe and we want to kind of reach out to more people and promote positive mental health so yeah <laughs> Okay, speaking of a uh, vision, I would like to understand uh, with what vision uh, did you start this venture? Of course, you have uh, given us a brief, but what is the vision statement you are uh, chasing right now? So our vision statement is promoting positive mental health through uh, more sunlight, more candor, and more unashamed conversations. We believe that if you start talking about your problems, it becomes more mentionable and it becomes more manageable. This is something. This is one of our ideologies by Fred Rogers, and we definitely work towards you know um, inculcating that in not just our therapy but also in our uh, personal lives. Uh, so our, our vision is basically just you know including a lot of mindfulness uh, techniques, a lot of um, nature based therapies uh, not sure if that's the right term but uh, basically just allowing the individual to uh, become autonomous in their decision making and to and to let them know that it's okay it's okay to have low days and it's okay to you know uh, fall back or it's okay to hit rock bottom but uh, we're here to kind of help you out and to kind of you know bounce back up so that's basically what we stand for yeah okay uh now i would like to understand uh what are the different challenges you have gone through or uh, are going through uh, right now i uh, i understand you you have uh, been uh, only you know uh, it's been only 9 months or so uh, but uh, uh, would like to understand uh, what are the different challenges you are facing right now i think uh according to other entrepreneurs and uh, you know if you if you look at other startups one of the main challenges that everyone faces is uh, investment and the amount of money you put in for us we pretty much didn't put in any money <laughs> and we made money through our workshops we kind of made a free website um which is a very weird website because the most non technical person on this planet made the website and that's me <laughs> so um we didn't really put in a lot of money and we made money and we give 10% of whatever money we make to an orphanage in hoskote uh, which is in bangalore uh, it's uh, so it's it's basically an orphanage for girls where they re they're rescued from uh, different brothels and they're kind of bought in given education given 
um you know um shelter medication and things like that so we do free mental health uh, therapy sessions for them uh, so this is something that we've always been doing so for us money was not you know ever an issue but one of our main challenges was kind of reaching out to more people telling people that you know it's okay that mental health is approachable you know you need to understand that as easy as it as it is to go to a doctor in a hospital it's that easy to come to a mental health professional and a lot of people still don't understand that we're still fighting that i've been fighting that taboo for the past 7 years since i was studying and practicing and i'm sure uh, every other mental health professional would agree with me but uh, this was one of our main concerns that kind of just busting these taboos letting people know having more psychoeducative workshops allowing people to have you know a safe space for them to talk about things to have a support group and things like that because all of this is fairly new in india and um, and we are the only uh, organization that has free support groups every other organization has a paid support group and for us again as i mentioned earlier it's not it's not about the money for us and it's just about kind of helping people understand that it's okay wherever they are it's okay and suicide is not the option it's never an option so i think that's uh, that's what yeah yeah what was the first day of entrepreneurship like for you how how did everything uh, 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 come together and uh, when i say everything it uh, it would be your team and uh, the different resources you would need uh, to build a venture how everything came together uh, uh, can you share a few details from the first uh, day week and month what are the things that were happening sure uh we actually uh, so initially we were like do you really want to do this do you think it's okay to you know like go ahead with this do you think we made the right choice so there was a lot there was a lot of introspection there was a lot of questioning and then we were like listen like uh, let's leave all of those doubts behind and let's just do this because our cause is more important and i think the first day was uh, um pretty much about how do i open a website or how do i just inform people that uh, we are here and there's something called mindful mesmerism so i think um, our first day was pretty much just you know getting our website started um designing it and things like that so yeah okay um uh now i would like to understand what has been your learning as an entrepreneur so far uh, which can uh, shorten the learning curve of other entrepreneurs who are just starting out okay so uh, i think one of the very recent learnings was that uh, uh, we always thought that uh, you know people like us and there are lots of positive people out there and then you always have certain people who have neg- like ridiculously negative things to say and i think for other entrepreneurs who are listening and who are you know who are uh, beginning to start off uh i i'd really like to let them know that it's okay to make enemies and you know you don't have to be a people pleaser at all times and if you don't make enemies i think that's when you're doing something wrong so please make enemies and please learn from them and please please stay humble for me it was such a humbling experience there were times where i was uh, sitting and just cleaning my cabin and there were times there would be times where i was just doing clerical work as an entrepreneur and my jobs were so flexible and stuff that i've never done before so it was it was so much of learning for me though it was very humbling so i think um, you know with the right attitude any entrepreneur can you know um, 
go ahead and be successful and for me um, a lot of people think i'm successful but except me <laughs> and i don't think i'm successful at all after you know achieving so much i still feel that i haven't achieved enough and um, i think that's just how that's the way to go because if you feel that you've achieved too much then your collars are high up and you're flying on cloud 9 and there's no point of you know um working harder so i think finding reasons to work harder every single day was was the biggest learning uh, point for me so yeah okay uh interesting uh, uh the uh, statement you made uh, making enemies uh that uh, on that note i would uh, like to ask another question to you tell us some instances uh, where you have made enemies uh, while uh, being an entrepreneur Okay, so I really hope I don't make more enemies after speaking about this incident. But uh, I think we've had one incident where um, there was uh, there was a miscommunication with the timing of one of our workshops, and there was a woman who, uh, you know, had had a concern, and we had mentioned it on the WhatsApp group that hey, you know, uh, see you guys at the workshop at this time. And uh, poor thing, she didn't see uh, at that time. She didn't see her phone at that time, and the only. Um, the the only thing she had to say to defend herself was uh you know everybody else was lucky enough to, to you know you know to to check their phones before the workshop began except me and i said no don't worry like you know there are more workshops to come so don't worry about it and because of that she was not eligible for her certificate because she had to be present on both the days of the training session and uh, so she kind of made a big scene she kind of went on social media uh, defamed us and um we we just kind of wished her luck and were like i hope you really get well soon please contact us if you need any help <laughs> and you know have a wonderful year ahead and things like that so um we could completely sense her sarcasm and there are see for me there are times where it's okay if you have issues but there's a way of saying it uh it's not okay for you to go be immature and go defame us on social media it's not okay for you know for anybody to do that and also if it's if it's the truth then i'm well and happy and i will support the truth with you but if it's not the truth then for me that's a problem so uh, we did resolve the issue we did you know apologize to her and tell her that you know next time you know we'll be more careful and this is something that we've learned as well i think uh, that kind that issue kind of got a little out of hand but uh, it it's it's gotten resolved so yeah so that that was one incident and this was very recent it was last month okay. so yeah okay um you mentioned uh, that you lost your job during covid and that that uh, triggered you to become an entrepreneur uh, one thing i would like to uh, ask you is uh, how different is entrepreneurship life from a, a, a job life it's um it's very different because uh, i have never kind of uh, cleaned my cabin or done any administrative or clerical work and for me to learn that from scratch was uh, not just humbling but also like um, do i really need this and do i really need to do this i would keep questioning myself sometimes but um, it's really different because when you're working for somebody else you're reporting to that person and uh, when you're working for yourself there's nobody to report to right so somewhere down the line uh, it's up to you know you to create order or create anarchy and for me uh, i want order i want a system to be in you know into place but for a lot of people they like anarchy and that's the way of their flexibility and uh, creativity so i think that's where there was a lot of uh, difference yeah okay uh 
let me ask you a question uh, not as an entrepreneur but as a psychologist uh mm-hmm. when you hire uh, people into uh, new ventures uh, that that is bit of a challenge uh, especially uh, people is the hardest challenge that any entrepreneur uh, entrepreneur has to solve and this is one one particular challenge everyone i meet uh, uh, share so i'd like to understand what would be your approach to understand uh, people uh, who are fit for a uh, startup or fit for a, a, a journey that is uh, full of uncertainties full of uh, experiments etc i think for me it it's very subjective to each individual like you know there are people who have dropped out and uh, still become millionaires and billionaires and then uh, there are uh, weird people like me who are studying for the past uh, i don't know 26 years and uh, still doing what they want to do so it really does depend from person to person um, i think the right attitude is more important and that's something that uh, all entrepreneurs Uh, have in common and should have in common i feel because um if you don't have the right attitude that kind of um distorts a lot of things such as uh, hard work or humility and uh, sometimes you might feel very proud of your product but uh, you know the other person might not and if you don't have the right attitude there might be uh, impulsiveness or there might be you know aggressiveness that might come in the way and i think having the right attitude is so much more important so yeah okay um i think i have uh, come to the end of the session only one or two questions left uh, okay first tell us uh, how do you suggest our audience to start their journey as entrepreneurs um yeah so uh, i would so i'm someone who plans way beforehand i'm i was always one of those uh, really strange children who would uh, study the entire year and not do anything in the last minute <laughs> but i know a lot of people who will just study one night before the exam and then go ahead and get grade marks so um, i'm i'm one of those who will you know have everything organized have everything um, you know pre planned uh i have a backup for my backup plans as well that's just how weirdly organized i am and i think organization and having a plan of action is so much more important when you know you're starting your own venture or when you're actually going out to do something or uh, doing your market research you know when you have a plan of action doing your market research is so much more important so i think that that is something that i would um kind of um yeah suggest got it got it uh on this note uh, i would like to close this session if uh, you have any final message uh, you can share now otherwise uh, i'd close the session uh i don't i think the only final message that i would have is uh no matter what happens i think uh, it's smarter to understand when to give up and when not to uh, i think if people are smart enough they know when to give up on a product and when not to because sometimes you might just log too much in a product even though you know it's not working even though you know it's going to fail and uh, i think that is um it it's not right <laughs> so i think being smart enough of when to give up and when to you know um you know put your passion right into it is more important also um every time when someone says never give up uh, 
it's very important to understand when to give up and when not to so never giving up could have a lot of different connotations but i believe that you should know when to give up and when not to so i th- i think that's that's about it yeah okay it was a pleasure to host you uh, here at eli i think our audience would have got some insights uh, uh, i hope i hope video. yeah uh thanks for your time sonia and uh, our best wishes for a mindful mesmerism thank you so much thank you so much for having us thank you uh listeners you can follow uh, sonia and connect uh, with her on linkedin uh, by typing sonia david uh, that is it for today's episode uh, we'll be back with another exciting entrepreneur stay tuned to eli